Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, August 26, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Arts and Culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, we got a weird one here. Like, I, normally we would banter here. Odd. But this <laughs> this story, odd. This story that we're going to start with is is interesting in a lot of ways. It's something that we've known was coming for a while, uh, but we want to get into that. But Correct. before we do, of course, we want to remind everybody to head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. Lots of good stuff there. Access to everything before you can get, uh, get it in the regular feed. But, okay, start spreading the news because the, I, I guess the, 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 the most disruptive show in the 2022-2023 Broadway season <laughs> That's was officially reported. Yeah. yeah, it was officially reported yesterday by Deadline in an exclusive. This is a show that we've known, um, we've heard rumors about coming for quite some time. And that is a musical kind of based on the Martin Scorsese 1977 m- movie musical New York, New York, mm-hmm. which features the title song by Candor and Ebb. Um, it is scheduled to begin performances on Broadway in a theater to be announced later. We'll come back to that in mm-hmm. March of 2023 with an opening night set in April. The show will be directed by the always fantastic Susan Stroman. She will also choreograph as she choreograph as she is wont to do. Here's where it starts to get interesting. Of course, Fred Ebb passed away many years ago while he was writing Curtains with John Kander. Um, so he will not be supplying new material to this show. However, the stage adaptation will include the four songs that Kander and Ebb wrote for the original film. And Lin-Manuel Miranda will be writing additional lyrics for new yes, songs indeed. written by John Up Kander. Up up and comer, glad that John Kander has decided to take on a uh, a youngling under his yeah, uh, under protege. his wing. Yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> uh, David Thompson, who worked with Kander uh, and Ebb on the Scottsboro Boys and Steel Pier, will write the book. Sharon Washington will co-write it. And here's where it gets interesting. Mm. If you've seen the movie New York, New York, I have. that gives you. That gives you absolutely no insight into what this show is going to be because this move, this stage musical will not Apparently be based so. yeah. on the movie. Now it is, they, they say it's loosely based on it, but I have not seen the movie. Is it, was it set in like real time in 1977 when it came out? Do you remember? Like th- thereabouts? Actually, no, I think it was set earlier. I think it was a okay. couple of decades before. Okay, either way, this is set in post-war New York, 1946, and the characters that were played in the film by Robert De Niro and Liza Minnelli will not appear in this movie. They are not part of this story. Instead, it will focus on a city in recovery um, across a diverse cast and story. Um, This has gone through a number of of workshops and iterations. It's been in development for over four years. Um, It will have a big cast, a cast of 31 people and 19 um, uh, band members will be included, which is something you want to see anytime you have a big uh, big Broadway musical. Um, Just kind of running through some of the anonymous quotes that Deadline uh, published from uh, an unnamed source. This person said, that based off a workshop, the show is, quote, profoundly beautiful and special. It's about this city, this social experiment of people from all walks of life. Simply put, it's about New York with a big band, big cast, and show-stopping dance numbers. The thing to remember is that it's not the film. It's a million miles away from the film, (laughs) just to be clear. So why are we doing this? The reason is is because the name New York, New York, like, 
beyond the name of be- being the name of the city, so nice he had to say it twice. The mm-hmm. that song is such a huge iconic number that Liza sang Absolutely. from the film. It is a Candor and Ed- Ed original. They wrote four songs for the film. Those four songs will be uh, interpolated into this new show. Um, so I guess it makes sense from a marketing perspective. Probably they had to do something like this to even, you know, get the rights to those songs. I don't That's, know. Yeah, the only I think thing it has I to do something like of. that. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, but it's, it's weird. such a straight. Yeah, it's just such a straight outside of the film. And when you know we have been talking about this for a bit, and when I first heard it was coming, it was kind of just like. Why? First of all, it's not, it's not a, a fun it's not show. A, it's not a fun. Sh- it's not. It's not a fun movie. It's not a great movie. It's certainly not one of Scorsese's best. But people, there are people that love it, and obviously, it has great music to it and a great cast behind it. But you know, if you were to adapt that movie for the stage, it's kind of like what a bummer to go to the theater to yeah uh, so lots, I, of, you, lots of domestic violence lots and, of uh, abuse. And abuse yeah yeah so there wasn't any point or purpose to adapt it directly so i guess yeah having a loose adaptation of it or loosely inspired by is really the only way to go but then I, yeah, it would have to be a thing of having and transferring the rights from, you know, screen to stage and keeping the property name as is. It's really the only kind of thing within legal rights I can think of. Cause otherwise it's just I mean, a completely different story. Well. Marketing and but marketing yeah. wise as well. That, that makes sense. And I understand yeah. that. So yeah. that's fine. Um, I did not know this piece. Like I've heard about the yeah. fact that this was coming for a while now. I did not realize that it was going to be completely different until that. Was I didn't in the either. Story. <laughs> Clearly until you told me before we started recording. Yeah. I did, was like, didn't read the oh, deadline article before we hopped on. Obviously read the deadline article. It was a busy, busy day. Um, yeah, so just it's also just like but- as far as marketing goes, like it's not going to be that. It's certainly not going to be difficult to market this to Broadway people, but if you got a, a new musical post Hamilton by Lin Manuel Miranda, you don't have to market as much as you would have a decade ago. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's interesting that I mean he's obviously kind of like the hired gun here, much yeah. like he has done with like. Um, the Little Mermaid live action adaptation. He's right. going in to work with uh, Alan Menken um, because Howard Ashman has passed away, and so he's mm-hmm. coming in to kind of fill the shoes of the, the writing filler, team. Yeah. Uh, yes, because if you're going to get a pinch hitter, you might as well get the guy with like the pea goot or whatever it is that we decided mm-hmm. he has pea now. Guy. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah pea goot, and well, then like MacArthur the and, and that too as yeah, well. Mick pea Work goot it all or whatever. In. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, pea goot. Um, new for McDonald's, the Mick pea goot. <laughs> That and the McRib coming this fall. Um, So here's the thing. Here's the thing. They said that the show will be coming to a Broadway theater to be announced later. I'm here to announce it. It's going into the St. James. Correct. And this has been part of the conversation that we have been having subtly about what will happen with Into the Woods after the holidays. Um, This show has long had the St. James lined up. Of course, originally the, um, the August Wilson revival of piano lesson was supposed to be in there. And that was going, always going to be a limited run because of the stars that are involved. When you have someone like Samuel L. Jackson, um, John David Washington and Danielle Brooks coming in Mm -hmm. there, they are all major screen stars and have things that are lined up. That was never going to extend beyond its fall run. 
Into the Woods, we are very much pushing to extend and run in perpetuity forever and ever. Amen. But I I don't think from everything that we've heard that it has a chance to bump New York, New York out of the St. James. So here's my thought. It would be surprising. Yeah, especially though, knowing now that the show is not this downer that the movie is um that makes a little bit more sense to me and makes me feel a little bit better about into the woods having to kind of reevaluate but here's the thing jordan roth is the main producer on into the woods and bringing it to broadway jordan for all of his eccentricities is not a stupid person if he sees that into the woods especially with the rotating door of stars continues to sell well continues to make two million dollars and probably will do even more than that during the holiday season i would imagine that he would like to keep that running so what i think from a from a fan perspective what i would like to see them do is to never close and just run and have new york new york go somewhere else yeah my bank account simply can't rest so that's obviously my preferred yeah the problem is I don't think that's going to happen. So from a production no. standpoint, what would be smart is to once they announce this extension through January 8th or maybe they go into later into January as some shows, you know, take a week or two into the month, um, close it down and say we're going to take January and February off and we're going to come back at a new theater, probably a Jujamson house uh, in mm-hmm. March. Save the, 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 the struggling months if you have to. Although I would love for them to just, you know, get into a new house as quickly as possible. That said is not going to be tough to transfer. Um, but that's yeah. what I would guess. I, I can't, I, I mean, Jordan has a Rolodex like nobody else. If he wants stars to come do this show, as we've talked about before, they will come and do it. Of so, course. Uh, unless we see some sort of, it. right. Unless we see some sort of analytic reason for the show to go in decline. I th- I feel really good with no inside information. I feel really good that this show will find a new home on Broadway in the spring. How quickly that is in the spring, I don't know. Maybe it's February, but I would think probably March uh, or April. Yeah, even. I mean, I completely I think that, agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think they're going to try and keep into the woods open as long as possible, and only when it really hits that decline where it doesn't make sense to run it anymore is when it's gonna be shuttered. But I mean, with little insider information, that's kind of what is supposed to happen with this going into the St. James and then this and then into the woods yeah. moving into another Jew Jamson house where a show may or may not be running that's been running for a while. Oh, that's some tea. Okay. All right. A well. little bit of tea. No milk. We'll see. No milk. No milk. Um, <laughs> all right, Ashley, let's take a break from the news real quick and talk about our spots for this week. Today Ticks, the best place to get tickets. I am scrolling through the Today Ticks app as we speak, and the upcoming shows that are on the app already are incredible. The oh, Pulitzer yeah. Prize winning Cost of Living, the Sure to Be a Bop Machine and Juliet is already on there. Mm-hmm. You can get that. Uh, Suzanne Laurie Parks' um, Top Dog Underdog is on there. 1776 Revival is on there. Death of a Salesman is on there. It is absolutely incredible what you can get tickets to right now by going to todaytix.com or going to the app. They have amazing prices and it's a one-stop shop for theater tickets, comedy, cabaret, anything you could possibly want to see in New York. 
Today Takes has some sort of avenue for you to get it there. And it's super easy. With the Today Takes app, you can check out in 30 seconds and get your tickets with ease. Yeah, this fall is going to be pretty much nonstop with the great shows that we're going to have coming. And it doesn't matter. It's insane. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter if you plan on, you know, coming a few months into the fall season or if you are rearing and ready to go, you can book your tickets months in advance, even day of, and they give you access to exclusive pre-sales, digital lottery programs, day of discounted tickets and more. But I mean, it's not just Broadway. It's not just the West End. You can find tickets in cities across the country, around the world. That includes Chicago, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, wherever your heart desires and where also today ticks lives yeah see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less go to todaytakes.com slash broadway and use promo code broadway to get ten dollars off your first today ticks purchase that's promo code broadway at todaytix tix.com slash broadway for an additional ten dollars off your first ticket purchase one more time todaytix.com slash broadway and use promo code broadway All right, Ashley, this is cleaning up a little bit of news that we had uh, earlier in the summer. Um, uh, A few months ago, the Signature Theater, Off-Broadway Signature Theater in New York City, announced the shows that would be a part of its upcoming 2022-2023 season. But much to the dismay of my schedule making, they did not announce the dates (laughs) for said shows. Sorry. However, they... They have now, um, and we have those dates. So I will run through them really quickly. Um, the show, written and directed by Kiara Alegria Hooties, uh, based off of her book of the same name, My Broken Language, will run this fall from October 18th through November 27th. The new Samuel D. Hunter play called A Bright, a Bright New Boise um, will run beginning on January 31st through March 12th. Samuel D. Hunter's play The Whale, uh, as you might know, is is getting a film adaptation um, from yeah. A24, starring Brendan <laughs> Frazier, very much looking forward to that. That looks to be some good awards bait coming up later this year. I despise that play, but hey, good for Brendan Frazier. Brendan Frazier's awesome, though. Yes, um, correct. Sarah Rule's latest show, Letters from Mac, directed by Kate Wariski, um, that's a world premiere, will run off-Broadway from February 7th through March 19th. Then the show that I'm looking forward to the most out of this season, Brandon Jacobs Jenkins' um, new show called Grass. It is written oh, yes. and directed by the playwright. I love anything he does. Um, I mean, always a phenomenal Amazing. season over at The Signature and oh, very happy uh, to have to know for sure that I can see Kiara's show in my November trip because I was going to say, yeah. now you can start arranging. Now, and you whipping know. Out. <laughs> there you go. I just got my Merrily ticket today. So did you, I did yes. too. I got mine yesterday. Yes, so. yes, indeed. So there you go. Yep. Uh, I got my first Merrily ticket. Let's just say, yeah, I was going to say, this is my pre comp, you know, receiving. Yeah, I paid, this is the one I paid for. This is the one I paid for. I will be yeah. working for ones that I don't have to pay for. Hopefully. Ex- as well. Exactly. But. Um, all right. In other news, we, uh, f- I mean, this feels like an unbelievably momentous changing of the guard because yesterday it was announced that Jenny Harney Fleming will be taking over the, ro- over the role of Angelica Schuyler in Hamilton beginning on September 13th. Why is that remarkable? Because current Angelica Mandy Gonzalez has been in the show since 2017. Oh my when I God. First, when I first saw Hamilton on Broadway in uh, probably November of 2017, 
she was in the show. When I went and saw it in the spring of 2018, she was in the show. When I yeah. went in March of 2022, she was in the show. Now, obviously, there was yeah. a pandemic in that, and she took time off when she was dealing with breast sure. cancer. So she has yeah. been in and out of the show a little bit, but she has been the primary Angelica now for, at by the time she leaves, almost five years delays and, and everything notwithstanding that's such a sh- that, a difficult show to do that much and that long but but what yeah, a great pandemic. gig it's a show yeah but i mean to do a show yeah. that it, it always is going to have a full house it's written by one of your good friends like why not um yeah, what's interesting though that. is that yeah harney fleming while she is new to the role of angelica on broadway She's been sticking with Hamilton for a while, too. She has played yeah. either on Broadway or in the national tour, Mariah Reynolds and, and Peggy Schuyler, Angelica and Eliza. So just a phenomenal thing. Whatever yeah, you she need, is ready to she jump said. in. She, she could do all of the Schuyler sisters at once if she uh, if she wants. So I would like to um, see it. Yeah, very ecstatic. I love Mandy. I've interviewed her here uh, on the show before and uh, happy to see what's next for her because she's an unbelievable talent. It feels like it's been a decade since I saw Hamilton and I, the last time I saw she was in it. So, yeah, I think in that, really? I think that was probably 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've Oof. seen it three times on Broadway. She has been the Angelica every single time. Damn. Five years apart Oof. or four and a half years apart. But I feel like this has been announced, but we got a new press release, and I didn't have time to go back and check before, but just in case, yesterday, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS announced that the Broadway Flea Market and Grand Auction will be returning this fall on September 25th into New York City's mm-hmm. theater district. It'll be a day-long outdoor celebration from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Holy crap, that's a lot of time to be around that many people. Yeah, no, thank um, you. Yeah, and... uh so many different things, uh, opportunities to bid on Broadway memorabilia, one-of-a-kind mementos, autographs, um, get face-to-face things. There's online bidding for things as well. Um, I would like – I feel like Grace and I talked about this. I, I would love a tchotchke from there, but I don't know that I could deal with with the people and all that it's stuff. It's aggressive. I didn't go last year, obviously. I do want to – I think I'm going to go this year. Maybe. I, I might I might be out of town then. I, I, I've lost track of my schedule. If you're As there, someone who's if you're very schedule-oriented, I've completely lost track of my schedule for September. Yes, yeah, so if I'm there, I think I will go. I usually like to shell out a couple hours right when it opens. Like, okay. I don't like yeah, going in the fair. afternoon, late afternoon, or, or, you know, late morning, early afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. I usually go right when it opens, get as much stuff as I can find, and leave. If you go and you see something there that you think I would especially like, let me know, and I will Venmo you money, and you can pick something, because I want a good tchotchke. I love the good tchotchkes. Okay. That's that's a deal. That's a deal. All I have right. to I have to determine what really crappy obscure thing I'm gonna get you now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all <laughs> right, so real quick, we will wrap up the show with a feel good recommendation, and this is a show that we've been talking about for a while uh, here. Come fall in love. The DDLJ musical is getting ready for its world premiere out of town triad at the Old Globe Theater beginning on September first, which is a week from I mean yesterday Thursday, um, a week from uh, the day we're recording um it is a a big bright exciting musical based on a beloved indian film which i'm not even going to be attempting to pronounce the full name of but it is well known as ddlj throughout all of india um the show is being directed by the film's director uh, dta chopra and is choreographed by rob ashford um it features a book and lyrics by 
one of my favorites, Nell Benjamin, um, and oh, yeah. has a really um, a really exciting cast. This was a show that Austin Colby left the Frozen tour for, um, and he is playing mm-hmm. the male lead in this. So we got to see inside rehearsals, um, and it looks, just looks like a ton of fun. So I am uh, very excited to see what happens with this. Obviously, because it is a film set i know if i don't know if it's technically bollywood so i don't want to make anyone mad on this but like it has a very asian centric cast which is phenomenal that doesn't happen love very it, often it. yeah very um, especially especially in a show written by indian people and asian people so that's very exciting so um check that out in the show notes and uh we'll see what happens uh with the show at the mm-hmm. old globe and potentially coming to broadway in the fairly near future all right, everybody, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful week. And don't forget, this week on Broadway, coming to you on Sunday. And we'll be back to talk to you on Monday. 